Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Oh yeah! Another big thanks to Jason O'Connor for that great theme song. Chewing it. Um, hey everybody. It's Kevin Heffernan, and on behalf of Steve Lemmy, welcome to another episode of Chewing It. Um, we got a good one. Got a good one this week. An old friend came to visit us, Mr. J. Chandra Sekar. You know him as the Brown Clown from uh, Super Troopers. He's thorny. He's Barry Badranath and Beerfest, and uh, one of our oldest friends. So um, uh, it was fun to shoot the shit with him. And I hope you guys enjoy it. A um, couple quick plugs. Uh, this weekend, we are going to be at the Atlanta Improv, Steve Lemmy and I. We're going to be there Friday night, Saturday night, April 12th and 13th. I think there's still some tickets available, so come on down and uh, say hi. Have a few drinks. Have a few laughs. Um, we have a couple new dates, which I wanted to plug also, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix and Tempe, uh, we'll be in Phoenix, May 3rd and 4th at Stand Up Live, that's a Friday night and a Saturday night, and, uh, we're just doing late shows, 10 p.m., because everything's funnier at 10 p.m., uh, so that's Stand Up Live, May 3rd and 4th, 10 p.m., and then Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, we'll be in Tempe at the Tempe Improv uh, at 7 p.m. And uh, Lemmy will be feeling his uh, Latin heritage that night. So come on down for Cinco de Mayo in Tempe, Arizona. That is May 5th, 7 p.m. Um, what else? we got some other big dates coming out soon. Okay. We'll have it next week, actually. But uh, at the end of May, the beginning of June, we're going to hit the East Coast. So we're going to hit D.C., Baltimore, Philly, New York, and Boston. Um, And uh, I'll have all that info for you next week. So check back in. Or you can check our website, heffernandlemmy.com. You can check our Twitters. I'm at Rules. Lemmy is at Steve and Lemmy. We have a Facebook page, Hefford and Lemmy. So anyway, you're going to find out the info about that one way or another. But uh, big East Coast swing, so we're psyched about that. And uh, blah, 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 blah. I think that's it. Um, I hope you liked the episode. We got uh, a lot of uh, new guests lined up, which we're really excited about uh, over the next month or so. And uh, we'll be... uh, Letting you know who those people are as we move forward. So, anyway, that's it. That's it. That's it. Let's get on with this. Let's chew it a little bit with Jay Chandrasekhar. Okay. What's up? Hi, everybody. Kevin and Steve here. Let's um chew a little bit. Okay. Well, let's uh, let people know that the, you might hear a third chew. There's going. a third chew at the microphone today. Today. It's a third chew. It's a third chew, baby. A third chew. Um, we have a very special guest here today. Right. Our oldest and dearest friend. Our oldest and dearest friend and co-broken lizard. Well, you're not our oldest friend, though. Yeah. You're an old friend. 
but you're not old. Collectively, I'm your oldest friend. Well, I'm saying like you're not like 85. Yeah, yeah I hear you. You know what I'm saying? It could be. That's We're good. Indians. Ooh, brown don't yeah, frown. Yeah. Sure. That's right. <clears throat> uh, speaking of which. Uh, like giving it away there. Uh, That's okay. I, I, I uh, Okay. The, we have here our guest is none other than Jay Chandrasekhar. The brown clown. Hello, everybody. Uh, What's up, Jay Chandrasekhar? We call him the brown clown. When he's angry, we call him the brown frown. Right. What? Uh, I have a new uh, catchphrase. Oh, you do? How now, brown clown? Okay. Oh, watch out. What do you on a t-shirt. What about how noun, brown clown? Well, in that case, what about how noun, brown clown? Okay. I think people will be confused by that. Okay. I think I'll move less shirts, but I'll print all three and see who sells Yeah, yeah, see, do a test, see what sells. Yeah. So that's what, so that's what you've, it's come to now, just how many units you can move. I'm really, this whole thing has been a front for me selling T-shirts. Mm. Uh, how many know, have you sold so far? I haven't even made them yet. <laughs> but uh, You've been talking about it for like 25 years. I've always wanted to be a T-shirter. Yeah. I want to be a T-shirter. You get, you've had people design like movie T-shirts for years. Yeah. And we, you know, people come up to me, they're like, Jay, where do you get your T-shirts? And I'm like, you know, it's just my thing. I'm just good at spotting them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but not good at making them. Well, not yet. Not yet. Right. You should uh, do a stand-up comedy bit about your love for T-shirts. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I think I will. Here it comes. I can't think of any jokes. But you know, now that you mention that, I do have a couple of stand-up dates coming up. Oh shit! Up. Wait, can I say something first before sure. we do this? Sure. Because this is going to air next week. Yeah. I just want to say happy birthday, Jay Chenner. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday, Jay's birthday. Was yesterday. Was yesterday. Yeah. So was when it? you say this is going to air next oh, week, right. you mean yeah, it aired yesterday. That's right. It right. was his birthday. Was yesterday. So we, we like to give people a little peek behind confusing. the curtain it's here. Confusing. The, we're we're really recording this on uh, on last Wednesday, <laughs> and uh, the day that episode five came out. But uh, but as far as you people are concerned, Jay's birthday was yesterday, April 9th. Right. So so send them your wishes of happy birthday. We tore up a good one last night. On my oh birthday. my god! I'm still feeling this one. Oh yeah. my anus hurts. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. See, I don't even know what that means. Ke- Kevin's all full of beans suddenly that you walked in the room. What are you talking about? Okay. We just recorded a different podcast. Oh, you did? <clears throat> You're not supposed to give away the magic like that. You just did. Oh, I did? Yeah, you said uh, next week. Oh, sorry. It's yeah, cool, whatever. bro. We'll be all right. It's cool. Um, Jay. Yeah. You're embarking on a stand-up comedy mini tour. Holy sheep shit. And yeah, we were we were hoping to help you um, put some butts in those seats. All right, good. Well, where, where are you going to be with the with the five people that listen to our podcast? If we can get those five people into your seats, that's a good thing. That's I actually, I'm actually pretty plugged into the whole podcast, <clears throat> like behind the scenes world, and I hear yeah. you have five to ten thousand listeners. Really? Is that right? Yeah. Really? That's yeah. pretty good for a podcast that's just been out for you know, six weeks now. Sure. Yeah. And we only have three episodes aired, right? Yeah. And it's free. Uh, five have aired. Oh, right. Five have aired. This because of episode, yesterday's Wednesday thing. Uh, no, t- today <laughs> is Wednesday. It's, today is the sixth episode. It's the sixth episode. Yeah. And your birthday was yesterday. Yeah, it was a wild one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me... Uh, right, so you're going on the road. Yes. This is, a, this is a thing. This is fun that you're going on the road. Yeah. I'm going to be doing an hour of material. I'm Holy so- shit. soloing. An soloing. hour? Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. That, a, an hour? Well, 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. 45 okay. minutes to You're an hour. Okay, you're working too hard, buddy. I'm, I know. I'm Get somebody to go with you and do tell, less. I'll be telling some stories about uh, the film, Super Troopers, okay. Spearfest, okay. Club Dread. Yeah, there okay. we come to the right place. That's all we do here. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll tell some jokes. Okay. You know, tell okay. some jokes. 
And do you have someone like opens for you and stuff like that? Or? Well, in uh, the first three places, it's just going to be a local opener. But in in Chicago and St. Louis, it's going to be Shuli from the Stern Show. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. So give us give us your dates, and then we'll we'll talk about it after. Okay. April sixteenth. Uh, I'm at the Columbus. Ohio Funny Bone. Done it. Great, great club. Good. Looking forward to it. Uh, April 17th, I'm at the Grog Shop in Cleveland. Awesome. Get some grog. Kind of a rock okay. venue. April 17th, uh, Grog Shop, Cleveland. April 18th, I'm in Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Bag. Okay. okay. Is that like Detroit area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I've got a magic bag. All there right. You go. There you go. There you go. Uh, for uh, April 19th, I'm in my home city of Chicago at the Laugh Factory. The okay. Windy City. That's right. The Windy okay. City. And is that the, that used to be that theater, right? It used to be the Lakeshore Theater. Okay. And we played there. That's a cool theater. Did they redo it or something? Uh, they redid it. They put the Laugh Factory over the top of the stage. Okay. okay. You mean the words? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't and know then, if they redid it. I haven't okay. been there, but I'll tell you how it is. It Remember, it was like old. It had like for, like old furniture piled up <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. And it was a cool place, though. Yeah, it was a theater. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Uh, All right, and so then the Laugh Factory, I, yeah. I finish up my little mini tour in St. Louis at the Firebird, which is also a rock and roll venue, oh. on 420. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, sir. Because we'll, you're rock and roll. We'll be smoking some J's. Yeah, you will. We'll All right, so it's, it's, uh, it's what now? Uh, Columbus, Cleveland. Ferndale, Michigan. Detroit, essentially, yeah. right? Chicago. St. Louis. That's right. Is there a website where people can go to be reminded of this? J-Chandrasekhar.com. Um, nice. Okay. Or follow you on Twitter. Twitter, at J-Chandrasekhar. Yeah. You know, Twitter only allows for uh, 12 of my 13 last name letters. Okay. They uh, they just cut it off. So it's I didn't get an R onto it. At J-Chandrasekhar. Ka. Okay. okay. And like, did you pick the Midwest because you're such a Midwesterner? Midwestern guy? You know, I'm a person of the earth. Are you? I'm a and, man from uh, planet earth. I and, like that. You know, we from the Midwest, we just, you know, we just like to uh, open our beer a little slower. Sure. Mm, an honest person. You know? You're honest people out there. We're, we're what this country's really about. Really? Yeah. You're the heart of America? We're the heart of America. What kind of uh, values do you embody there other than slow bottle opening? <laughs> Laughter. Is is there more than that? Does yeah, there have to be more than slow bottle opening? Eating corn? Yeah. Eating corn? Yeah, we like corn. Eating corn. Yeah, sure. Got a lot of it. You produce women who look like the fathers? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck does that mean? What? what? That's what you... Women that look like their fathers. I like that, though. Hey, listen, that's a very beautiful... My wife looks like her father. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Your father's got big tits? <laughs> What's up? That's what I'm talking Thank about. Thank you. Thank That's you very much. That's what I was hoping for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God you're here, Kevin. Thank Heffernan. you for that joke. Um, uh, I, I'm enjoying you a lot more with a guest than I am solo. Oh, you do? You yeah. Are? Yeah. Well, you're so nice dry. You're so dry solo. I thought we have a nice time together. You're so quiet. Wow, so the, the tension is real. You know, I've heard the, the first couple of podcasts, and I'm like, I wonder if they really are at each other's throats It's our shtick. That's but our yeah, shtick, That's bro. our thing. No, but I can feel it. We do it on the stage. That's our thing. Oh, okay. Well, you know, because, like, Kev, you, you know this. Kevin <laughs> is very meticulous and anal and, like, you know, stubborn. No. And opinionated. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if you don't do it, it's his way or the highway. Come on. Yep. So, you know. Okay, it's like, and I like to play it a little bit you know, faster and looser. Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. This is, the wow. guy, this is the guy who dropped out of college. You did drop out right. of college. I right. sure did. I sure did. And Kevin's a lawyer in two states. And look, we're all in the same place. And here we are. Look at that. Who cares? Who yeah, cares? Shit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little more about the stand I want to hear more about the stand-up. Okay. We're getting to it. Oh, okay. What's going on with stand-up? Well, oh wait, wait, hold on. I, I, 
Okay, good. Okay, I try to chew a little bit. Let's. I, what I would like though is for Jay to let people hear. We always like to let our guests hear our person's solo chew. Give it to us. Okay. Or of a cow. Cut. It's a slower. Well, they open their bottles. They open, they open their bottles, bottles slowly. slowly. That's right. The slower chew. So you got cud. You're imagining you got cud in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cud. What is cud? It's you know it's shit a cows. regurgitation. Do is it? Yeah. How does he know all that stuff? It's, it's he, cow vomit. Because he knows everything. He seems to, doesn't he? Yeah. He, mm. he, he, he tries to make you believe he does. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, so anyway, what uh, made you want to do this uh, comedy tour? What's the deal? What's going on with you? Um, okay, oh. well, I, I, I have to tell you, I, I've watched you two guys go on the road. Right. And, We've been uh, on the road for a couple of years. And uh, you seem like you're having a jolly good time of it. It's been great. Stand-up is a blast. And I, you know, frankly, you know, whenever I get to go up, it's it's just there's something so pure about it. You yeah. know, you don't have to wait for a lawyer to tell you <laughs> that you can go do stand up. Yeah, you can sure. walk up, take the mic, yeah. crack funny. some jokes. Yeah. yeah, and so. even if you bomb, it's still powerful. It's still yeah engaging. It's a way. powerful experience for you as a performer. Ha- have you bombed recently? Uh, in uh, he bombed. Uh, you had one, not a bomb, but it, it was a tough crowd. Uh, one night in Madison. Yeah, I was, why don't you it let was, me answer my own question? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know if you remembered. I, I'm trying to help you out. I do remember. Oh, I think he remembers. I bombing. do remember. Okay. I do. Re- no, uh, I didn't. Well, I, there's a lot of them, so you know. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was trying to point out this particular one. Oh, fuck. No, it's actually it's funny. We were in Madison, Wisconsin, a couple weeks ago, and uh, the late show on Saturday. Happened to be it was Mother's Weekend. It was Parents' Weekend at the school, just yeah. for mothers. Well, it was Mother's Night at the club. At the club, and this happened to us actually the last time we were at this club. They had Mother's Night, and so co- these college students come with their mothers, and it's you know they're just not as responsive. <laughs> sounds, like it sounds like a terrible idea. Well, because it, it, it it's bad on both ends, right? Because the you're up there telling like dick jokes, and the mom doesn't want to laugh at that, right? And the kid doesn't want to laugh at it because he's sitting with his fucking mom, right. even though he thinks it's hysterical. He's not going to laugh from his mom. So all the way around, it's, it's just it doesn't work. It's just uncomfortable. I mean, it's, you know, unfortunately, the um, the audience was flat to begin with. We had a couple of openers. I think literally, I mean, I knew when we were doing our two man thing, I knew that it was going to be bad. My was, set was first. And it was great. I'm just going to say that, but that's because Kevin tells you know like he does like you know G-rated stuff. Yeah, stuff that the moms would like. Right. Yeah, I come out you know I come out with my magic bag right. and, I and start, you scare them and I start kicking it. You scare them. You throw some <laughs> mandingo shit around. Out there. I throw that nasty stuff. That's around. right. That's yeah. right. I make well, what it is, I make them feel sexual again. Sure. They're with your Latin hot yeah. Latin blood, and that makes them go quiet. Yeah, they feel a tingle. They're like they're like I'm feeling something I haven't felt in a long time. <laughs> This Hispanic boy is awakening something in me that has been dormant for a long time. But I can't let my son see that I feel that way, so I'm going to scowl. Yeah. Was it was it Southern Mother Night at, in uh, <laughs> in Madison? Okay, wait, hold on. Let me do Midwestern. Like, yeah, hey there. Oh gosh, this one, this Hispanic one, is making me feel something that only the devil makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good. That's there you good. go. Yeah. So, you know, okay, so... But that was, but you, uh, uh, the funny thing was, though, you went, like, the other day, you listened to that set yeah, to see, because uh, you taped it, and you want to see what it was all about, the I bombing do, of it. I do find those experiences to be just as fun in their own, 
like masochistic way, but but powerful. I mean, it's a, a tremendous sensation to sit in front of a room full of people and tell jokes that no one laughs at. <laughs> but then afterwards, you know, so you can if you've recorded it, you can get something which is like, okay, what did they laugh at? Like, what were the awesome jokes in, in my set? What did moms agree on? Right. Yeah, exactly. Four out of five moms agreed on your dick joke. Yeah, your but, muff but joke. No out of five moms agreed on anything <laughs> for that particular set. But that, but that was fine. That yeah. was fine. Um, but that was. I wouldn't say it was a. It was just like it wasn't a bomb. It was. I mean, oh, that was a great weekend. And then, and then the funny thing was like I started slashing oh, uh, stuff from hysterical. my material. Yeah. And so I ended my my set, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna bring Kevin up to uh, to say goodnight to you properly. And there's no Heffernan to be found. Right. And I'm like, uh, my friend Kevin is definitely in the back. He's about to come up here and say goodbye. Nothing. Right. And I'm like, okay, no Kevin Heffernan. Well, here we go. <laughs> and I went into. Uh, another bit I, an, Another bit He tried to pull a shoot And I wasn't ready Well what happened was We had done five shows there This is the fifth show Every time he's like 26, 27 minutes or longer Right? Yeah So I'm the green room is upstairs for this place Like it's not connected It's totally You have to get an elevator And so I'm up in the green room And I'm always like You know 20 minutes or so I'll go downstairs So it hits like 22 minutes And I'm like oh, I still have five I'm going down now I get down to 22 minutes and everyone's running up to me. He's like, he called you up, uh, you know, da da da. And I'm like, holy shit, what is going on? Because he must have slashed his shit. He was, I don't know, it was a bomb or whatever. He's in a he's in a bit that he used to do a year ago. And I'm like, what is going on here? And and that's what happened. Yeah. He finished five minutes early. And Were you trying to end with a laugh? Um, n- no, I was trying to end. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was at the UCB recently, and and the this uh, stand up comic she was on stage. And I was standing next to the person with the light, and and the the light tells you you have to get off stage in in you know two minutes or so. So the woman started flashing the light, and you could see. And she looked over at the woman, and she did it. She did a little routine. It bombed. Woman hit her with the light again. She looked over, did another routine. It bombed. She gave her another light. She did another routine. Ah, and it did well. Okay. And okay. then she left. She wasn't leaving until that audience left. And did the light person get mad? Yeah, she was exasperated. We yeah. shared some looks like, yeah. come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> For real? She wanted to laugh. Yeah. She wanted to get out of the laugh. There's yeah. no, nothing wrong with wanting a laugh to get off the stage. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I wanted to get out of there. There was one of those, you know, you have those ones where you're like, ah, it's not, this is a lost cause. I'm getting out. Yeah. I was trying to get out. I, I pulled the shoot. I oh. ended it. I pulled the shoot. Kevin yeah. was nowhere to be found. So I did an old bit, and it actually went over very well. Yeah. It was a tried and true bit. Yeah. But I it, I mean, to go back to what you were saying, uh, uh, we, I mean, obviously, Lemmy and I, we had never really done stand up. And I think that's part of the reason why we went around and did it. But you did stand up like when you're like 16 years old or whatever. Uh, right? Yeah. Like when I how, was, you were young. I was uh, 19 years old. Right. In Chicago. In Chicago. I, I, I was. You know, I, I my parents are both doctors, so I had imagined I would be a doctor. Freshman year, I took organic chemistry, got a C minus. Yeah, I was dog. out. Yeah, dogs out. That was it. Medical career. What over. kind of doctor did you, were you gonna? I was gonna be a cardiac surgeon, cause, cock doctor. Cause, you know, because they're god. <laughs> yeah, um, heart, the heart doctor. Yeah, so uh, that didn't work out. So then proctologist I decided to try. I mean, I was gonna maybe be a lawyer. I didn't know, but I, you know, I, I I thought it was kind of funny. And I thought I I needed to prove it in right. front of a, a live, like, strange audience. How old are you now? I was 19. And so I went up um, at this club in Chicago. It might have been called The Matchstick. Okay. And uh, I recorded it on a 
cassette tape. Oh, yeah. Um, How big was that? It was like a boombox. <laughs> uh, no, it was one of those hand ones. You this walk like, around. This is like 1984 or something, right, man? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, 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 you know, I had about ten minutes of material, and I, I got it done in about five minutes, just racing through it, mm-hmm. and uh, I got some laughs, and uh, I was like, okay. Okay, I got some quiet. Do you remember any of that material that you used to um, Yeah, I did a bit. Give me a good one. About, this is the only thing I remember. Okay. Uh, how <laughs> people who um, drive cars are <laughs> ethnically matched to the cars they drive. Okay. Like Guidos drive Camaros or something okay. like that. Okay. And square, nerdy guys drive K cars. It was this. Okay. Straight out of uh, Leno's joke book. Um, <laughs> okay, it was Leno funny. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was what it was. Okay. But uh, it got some laughs. Yeah. What, what was the punchline at the end of it? Like, what it, was something you drove or like? I, 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 I can't, uh, probably a cab. I might have done a, ca- <laughs> okay. a cab joke that's about that's me. That's a good job. I don't know. You should you work that in, bro. I might r- work, resuscitate work that, that in next week. Do yeah. that in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. See how that yeah. goes. And yeah. I drove a cab. Yeah. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Woo! Try the veal. Um... That was uh, the night I went up as Jake Chandler. <laughs> That's right. You've had a you know you've had a series of different names. Your, I felt that I wasn't going to be able to make it as an Indian in show business, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my name, and then it'll be more like you know like Ben Kingsley. That's sure. not his real name. What's his real name? Uh, I don't know. It is, ben but Kingsley. I I, I, I didn't know it's not <laughs> oh, okay. Benjamin. It's not. It's like. Uh, Bobby Jindal. Uh, <laughs> okay. His real name is Priyash Jindal. Okay, okay. But you think right. the governor of Louisiana, Louisiana? is going to be Priyash? Right. Nah. So I gonna... ain't voting for no Priyash. No, but you know Barack Hussein Obama, he, he pulled it on everybody. Sure. But he was Barry for a long time. He was. Yeah, but that's yeah. legit. That's just a shortening of his name. Sure. Like if Priyash went by like Pri. Sure. Or like, you know, Giant Chandrasekhar. Yeah. But, Jay. But Jay was going with, what, what were you? It was Jake Chandler. Jake Chandler. Like then did, it was Jay... Did you ever think like, I'm going to be Jake. Like, I want to be Jake for the rest of my life. I'm you know, Jake. Jake was associated with handsome men. Sure. Like, when you, if you watch yeah. 16 Candles, the guy's named Jake. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever na- named Jake ever ever had trouble getting laid. And sure. I'm like, why not? I mean, if I'm going to do it, let's get some action sure. out of it. Jake, you, you, people call you Jake the Snake. Jake the but Snake. Jake the Snake. And right. did you like... Because you get so much pussy. Yeah, because you got a snake between your legs, That's too. right. Did you, did you think for a while, like, I could go with Jay... But maybe Jake. Well, little... I was just sitting there. I mean, just just sure. had a k on there. Sure. Was so was the sixteen candles Jake the one you were thinking of when you were not really. Jake? I, I felt like he wasn't that witty. I thought he was handsome, dreamy though. You know, dreamy, dreamy though. Sure. Yeah. 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 But I just felt what the hell? I'm right here. Let's do it. He also played Cooch in yeah, Vision, Vision Quest. Quest. Yeah, he never right. saw Vision yeah. Quest. Oh, That's good movie. Oh, That's a good movie. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, Lunatic God. Fringe. Yeah. Ooh. Holy shit. So uh, then I went with Jay Chandris, which was just shortening the last name. And then I thought, you know what? Schwarzenegger did it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why can't I? Sure. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan did it. He did. Uh, no, he didn't, though. Cause oh, he didn't? what's his first name? I don't know. M? I don't think so. Well, but you go by J. It's That's probably Munesh. Is it? It's probably Munesh Shyamalan. What it was Mitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, maybe maybe Shyamalan? He probably didn't think that it sounded, <laughs> it gave him enough credibility. Okay, yeah. With, it made him sound like a big dumb with guy. With the Indian community. Sure. Sure. But you went to J. I mean... Your name is Giant. Yeah. And you and, went down to Giant. And your middle name is Jumbalingam. Yeah. Why don't you tell people what Jumbalingam means? Why don't you tell people what your whole name means? Well, okay. If I must. Um, <laughs> my name is Giant Jumbalingam Chandra Shaker. That's how you pronounce it in India. Okay. Um, 
and it and it literally translates to victorious large penis rising moon. You know, look, <laughs> it's a family name. You know, sure. it's hereditary. You know, sure. but your sister has that. Yeah, name. like like the American Indians. You know, a baby's born, the first thing you see, you name sure. it that. So they said, right. okay, large penis, large penis. You know, right? right. It's just a, it's just a cultural thing. Sure. Is your is your sister's middle name Jumbalingam as well? <laughs> no, it's Padmavathi, which means tight pussy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> Boom. That's a bit. That's a bit. Okay. That's a bit, Chandra Zagar. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Watch out. Ohio. The, the hit factory is the, open. The grog shop. Look mm-hmm. out. Boom. You, you're going to be groggy after this one. Uh, all right. So you did that stand-up thing, and then you did Did you do a lot of stand-up? You did, uh, no? I, did it, I did it probably uh, four or five times, and uh, I was like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to yeah. try this. You told me about a bit that you did that didn't go so well when you started uh, asking people from the audience to come throw out suggestions starting yeah, okay. with a certain letter. Okay, so, oh yeah, right. I was bombing in Chicago, and and I wanted to get to my tried and true automobile routine, which was the one I was just sure, telling you about, sure. right? Yeah. The so the money. So yeah, because I'm really bombing, and I'm like the first five minutes, I'm not getting anything, just nothing, crickets. And so I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll do a little routine on anything you guys want to talk about, anything, anything at all. Give me any word that begins with the letter A. And I'm going to do automobiles, right? And I'm like, anything that begins with the letter A. And a girl goes, asshole. <laughs> and then the whole crowd, the first laugh of the, of the night was that. And I really, I mean, I did my automobile routine, and, and they didn't like that either. Right. And I limped off stage. Mm. Were there like Stronger, a, though. Stronger for it. Yeah. Were there like any other Indian dudes doing? I mean, like this is pre like any. I mean, there's plenty. There's this Indian is guys pre-ash, now. This pre-Ash. That's for sure. Are yeah, there? Are there? Are there, Were there any times? other dudes? Any other? Uh, no. There was uh, at this time part of the market at that point. in the acting world. There was Ben Kingsley. Right. But I'm talking about stand-up comedy, like, you know. And me. Right. We were the only ones in show business. Right. You know, there was uh, uh, what's his name? Fisher Stevens played the Indian in, in short. short circuit. He's not really Indian, right? No, but my dad's favorite no, movie. Guy. My favorite <laughs> dad's favorite movie, Short Circuit, because there's an because Indian guy. Because of that, in it. okay. Did he like? Did he appreciate what Fisher Stevens was doing with that role? Did, was, he, was he not offended? Did he appreciate? He appreciate. I like that. Chew it. Chew it. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, that's good. That's a, you're really working something there. You're working something good there. Rolling around the tongue. He's got the cud. Yeah, he's like. Now, my dad just was happy to see, you know, a brown face in a film. Sure. sure. Even though it was fake brown. Even though yeah. he was white. Yeah. Yeah. And even though black actors had been acting for a yeah. while. But after years of, you know, entertainment, when we finally saw Bend It Like Beckham, he was over it. He goes, I don't really care that they're Indians. I just sure. didn't think it was a good movie. What yeah. does he think about the fact that uh, Johnny Depp will be playing Tonto? <laughs> <laughs> is that true? It is yeah, true in the Lone Ranger. Ranger movie. Yeah, yeah. I am outraged. But it's kind of exciting. When but doesn't you, he have a little? Uh, that's American what they're going Indian with. Like they're like you. Like oh, he's part Cherokee. It's oh like you. It's like you playing Finkelstein in uh, oh in Beer Fest. But I don't have any Jewish blood in me. I just hang out with Jews. <laughs> I I'm know from but, New York City. But didn't we go with that? That you were a quarter Jewish? Oh, officially, if we <laughs> caught any heat on that one, we were going to say I was right, a quarter Jewish. Right. So luckily, that's no the same thing they're doing. No one gave a shit. The the JDL didn't watch Beer Fest. <laughs> they didn't. So it's totally they didn't, cool. They didn't watch the Eye of the Jew. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. So. Why didn't you? There's a whole period of your life where you didn't do stand up, though, right? Like you did it for a while, 
and then you stop because okay, you're so making movies I, and I, shit. I went back to school after right. uh, doing this, and I, I went to Colgate. I, but I remember you w- would do sets there, like you did. So I, I you were like the Binghamton one night. I went really? to the Binghamton. Might have been the Holiday Inn in Binghamton. <laughs> okay, like you know. just drove from school one I night drove down from to school, and I. Um, how did you book that gig? How did, how did you find out uh, that there was a fucking gig in Binghamton? I I honestly I I think I had connection with some agent. I okay. don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, but someone called me up and said, "Would you want to do it?" And I'm like, "It's there's like it's seventy five bucks." I said, "Yeah, I'll do that." And so I went down there and uh, I opened for two guys who are you know I'm not sure who they were. Yeah, uh, and Louis C.K. Yeah, and right, the, whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I had they gave me a hotel room and sweet and uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I did my set, and I, I did a uh, routine uh, about religion. And I started making fun of uh, Hinduism, and then I did a little bit on Judaism, and then I did a little bit on Christianity. And the crowd went silent. Well, Binghamton is a rural It's a farm it's a town. Ru- yeah, it's, it's a, a farm rural area. area. So you got to know your audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they hated that, and they really like didn't like me either. Uh, and so, I uh, I parachuted out of there, and then and then was getting ready to do the second show, and I was in my room, and I remember, you know, there was a, a two 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 show that night. So I come out of my room, and I look across the way, and I look into the room across the way, and it's the two other comics with two like kind of hookery girls, and they're blowing lines. Mm. Okay, and one of the comics is like. Come on in. <laughs> okay. And I felt like it was like the closest to like meeting the devil that you could get. Sure. So it was grim, is what you I didn't saying. go in. Oh, okay. you didn't. You didn't. I do didn't it. go in. No. I just went up, did my set minus the uh, the religious thing, which huh. was made my set a lot shorter. And is there a possibility home. that those two comics were ultimately famous? Like you don't remember, but it's like it was Doug Stanhope yeah, and yeah. Uh, sure. You know, I mean, Mitch Hedberg. You know, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, it seems like you you actually remember a lot more of your bits than you uh, originally let on. Like you've now done three bits for us from the early Thank days. Thank you. True. Do you have it's another true. one in there? You holding on? What else you got? <laughs> well, then you did a set. I remember you did a set, a couple sets at Colgate itself. Yeah. And I was trying to think about some of your bits, and now I don't know if I remember them. I don't remember. But I remember them. going to those shows. Yeah. Right. Cause, yeah. Because essentially there was a sh- there was a stand up show that you. And Soder and Stolhansky did stand up. That's right. In the same show. Like we were the Wait, fucking Stolhansky did stand up? Yeah. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I've been trying to get you guys to do stand up for a year. No, I know. Uh, it took I, us to get in our forties before we did it. I don't know if you remember this, but like uh, Queen and I had a bet. We made a bet. Yeah. Back on Believer Street. That, right, uh, stand up was the punishment. That's correct. It was. Uh, was it five minutes or ten minutes of stand up that uh, I? It was five minutes. I think that it was I owed five you minutes. for losing. Yeah, yeah. It was the, the bet was about that uh, the Mark Singer Sherry Belafonte movie. Right. If you could see what I hear, see what I hear. Or yeah. If you could hear what I see. Why well, you said it was hearing? See, I said see what I hear. <laughs> I thought I said like if you could feel what I see. But this is the whole thing. The argument went on for like thirty minutes. Yeah. This you is, see what I hear. No, here I say no. He's blind. She's deaf. You know. This like, was pre-internet. Pre-internet. We the, couldn't check. No way of solving this. And so yeah. we made the bet, loser has to do five minutes of stand-up comedy. Right. Somehow we managed Like to, we found like the Leonard Maltin uh, yeah. blockbuster DVD Giant book, catalog, or yeah. whatever it was, and to find out what the name was. I'd lost the bet. And then I welched on that bet for a good 15 years. Yeah, this is 1991. 1991. Probably 91. Yeah. Yeah, back in, the, in those bleakers. And you speak. owed me that stand-up. And even, I couldn't even get that. Yeah. To pay that up. But, but I will say this, I, and as I have explained the welching of the bet, which was not a, a proper thing to do, I think 
you also had such fear of stand-up comedy, it was one of the reasons why you actually never enforced me to do it. Because, like, <laughs> it, you understood where the fear was. Well, I, I think so. But I think, and I think this may be true, like, maybe agree or don't agree, but we, we were so not... Agree. Thank you. We were so not in the stand-up world. I guess you were going around New York, you were doing sets, weren't you? Here and there. I, I remember doing, you doing like yeah, the, I went to the, the Boston, Boston Comedy, Comedy Cellar. Club. Or whatever Boston that. Comedy Club. And I, and, and I remember that. going up to, like the, up to Columbia or something like that, like a yeah. club by Columbia. That you but did. I, I went up Boston Comedy Club and, and uh, was in a, in a contest, which I won mm. because up. I brought the most people okay. and they voted for me. But <laughs> Including me. Dave Attell was the host. Mm. Nice. Mark Marin was there that night. Okay. I remember... Uh, Wait, so you beat Mark Marin? At a, this no, is early no. 90s. Those guys were not competing against me. They were... They were hosting. They were at the notch above. Okay. Right. The randoms, like me and a couple other people were going up. And I remember Sarah Silverman uh, came in later that night. Um, and another night I was there, Chris Rock came up and did a set. Okay. Uh, and was drunk and uh, totally incoherent. Okay. On his, in, his, in his comedy. Yeah, no. Interesting. Uh, and, I, and I remember going... Chris Rock is not a very good stand-up. That's what that's what I said. I remember I said that to you. Yeah, and then yeah. and yeah. then he because he got an SNL after that, and you're like, he's not a very good stand-up. He's not a very good he stand-up. And then is, he, he is. went on to dominate. Yeah. I, I had a similar experience with Chris Rock, not the drunk thing, but I had when I was in high school. Um, Eddie Murphy, who was you know who was already giant, um, was now coming back to the comic strip to do a set, and it was like somebody's dad was friends with somebody else. They were like. Murphy's going to be at the comic strip. This is in New York City. Right. And, and this is when, what year? Like, is the late 80s, early 90s? This has got to be the late 80s. Okay, yeah. Uh, or, like, probably like 89 or something okay. like that. Okay. And so, uh, like, my friends and I all went down there, and sure enough, like, the room was buzzing, but we got, we were sitting in the front row. I was in the hot seat, and uh, Chris Rock was opening up for Eddie Murphy, and was sort of like, I guess, his protege at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But Chris Rock had, had index cards. Mm-hmm. And was doing the thing where he was he was like okay just trying some jokes out you know mm-hmm. you know he'd do one it would bomb and he'd that's be like, what he did he just just trying it out yeah and he'd be like all right whatever no big deal just trying it out he kept saying that and right that actually was right the, that was when I, I I realized right at that early age that I didn't like it when comedians did that mm-hmm. and so even now it's like if I'm trying out new jokes. I don't come out there with that approach. Like, oh, just trying new stuff out. Right. It's like you come out prepared to do your sure. Your you mean, thing. but you, would you? Wouldn't you take a piece of paper out there with you? No, I try to. I try oh. to have it worked out in my head, and then you know, I'll record Ooh. it. And you know, I think that. Look, I, I was listening to Louis C.K. today on Howard Stern, and I want to just say one more time. Remember, how I told you guys to do stand up. Yeah, yeah. Get serious radio and listen to Howard Stern. It is the finest comedy show <laughs> in the country right now. And the interview with Louis C. Bullshit. This is bullshit. Interview with Louis C. K. is amazing. So wait, so, okay. this is Louis, you. This, this is, is you telling us telling us to do something, and you're look back at this moment when you're in the okay. future. You okay. Know what Shader Secker? We're about to pull this shit yeah. on you. Yeah. Look back. Two seconds. Look back okay, at the moment where I told you to get a cell phone in 1995. Right. You look back at that moment. Yeah. Fucking cell phones. <laughs> uh, so, so Louis C.K. was saying that Howard Stern every day just does a new stand-up bit. Actually, Chris Rock said, Louis C.K. Yeah. said, you know, you just riff and you do your thing and you just speak. And he goes, he goes, we're all wishing that we could do that. We could walk out on stage and just talk about topics. Yeah. And I think it's okay to have a sheet of paper, tape it to the... You know the stool. And well, look, I think, look I think at the it. difference is, and 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 we we have a different stand up experience. Let mm-hmm. me know. It's like we don't do that thing where we go up every night and try new jokes every single night. You know what I mean? Like we have a set 
I feel like, and we go and do it for a weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think if people are popping up at things and they have their things written down on a piece of paper, that's why, you know. But there, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we have, we have circumvented the typical route of stand up comedy because right. when we started doing it, because we we're assholes, we had fans. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so it's like we could, we were already allowed to go around and, and headline. Yeah. And people will come to the shows. And, it, you know, it's like you, if you actually talk to our agent and even talk to I remember talking to Bill Burr about this. Yeah. You know, it's like we just have we're actually where people are after like 15 years of, of doing stand up comedy. Like in, in terms of drawing audience, in terms not of, in terms of uh, quality, of like or, you don't get to headline yeah. until you've been doing it for years and years and years. Yeah. We've just circumvented it. Now, as a result, we also haven't had to pay the dues that every stand up comedian has to pay, which is. Those ten years where you're going up on stage where nobody knows who you are, yeah, and they the first thing they have to do is win the crowd, yeah, and we never have to win the crowd because the crowd is there to right. see us. But we paid our dues in other ways. Absolutely, yes. I'm just saying in, in terms of standard comedy, other, on the big screen, on the big screen, yeah, <laughs> on the making money crowd. and doing coke, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. only so much coke. Those stand-ups can't afford all the coke. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not in the first five yeah. years of their career. They're lucky they weren't able to do all the coke I did when I was starting out. <laughs> God damn. Uh, you know, I've also, uh, by the, I mean, talking about this topic, I yeah. saw Louis uh, C.K. do a show in Montreal. Did you guys, either of you guys go? No. Mm-hmm. When, we we were, okay. when we were up there, we didn't get And it was the, the beginnings no. of um, not... Oh my God! The one that's about to come out, but the one that came out—the Beacon Theater one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, he was working stuff out. Yeah, you know, I mean, he had a piece of paper, and he was—you know—I I feel more sympathy for what Chris Rock was doing now because I—I I just, you know, I was of the mind like, oh, you just come out and do your jokes, but he was—he was working it out. He was trying things out. Yeah. I, I, uh, I agree, but there's, I, you know. And again, it's like I've seen a million comics do it. And in, in Los Angeles and New York, you're going to get it the most because that's where stand-up comedians don't get paid to do anything. They just come out and they work out their sets. When you're traveling, then people are paying to see you do a honed show. That's the hard thing. Yeah, it's like it's like people, when you're doing clubs or whatever, right. people buy the big ticket. This is their entertainment. Right. You don't want to yeah. you, you be prepared yeah. when that happens. But I, I think the difference is if you're coming here, like say here to the Meltdown or whatever, and you're going up to do some material like every night or whatever and you i got a new joke you write you write a list of new jokes down it's yeah because here at meltdown it's sort of like a uh they expect a little bit of experimental comedy and they expect to be the first ones to hear this random joke right mm-hmm. right yeah no i mean I, I it's definitely part of the process and certainly when we go up i mean even after we shot fat man little boy there would be times Our special on netflix yeah which is terrific, by the way. Have I told you that? Thank you. No, but thank, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Oh, great. Did you get a chance to look at it? Yeah. Loved it. Good. It was thank fun. You. San Francisco. Yeah, I like fun. the small venue. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's better. You know, we were inspired by, you know, the Galifianakis at the Purple Onion. Yeah. It was nice to capture the energy of one of those live shows. Yeah. Very nice. A smaller beer drinking venue. But even after we shot that and we were starting to work out new material and still doing some material from that show, I still found myself working out new jokes for the old bits that I was never going to do again. Sure. Because that is the fun thing, to be up on stage trying out new material. Well, I, how are you? Do, uh, do you have your set ready for this thing, I've, or are you I've still working done, it out? Or I've what's done the about thing? 30 minutes of it. Uh, for, no, I've, I've got about 40 I've tried. Yeah. Uh, mostly at Meltdown here, Yeah, uh, which is a great audience. Yeah, uh, And then some, uh, the last time I worked with you, went with you guys. 
Oh, doing right. We were in Chicago. In Chicago. Uh, last Chicago, summer. Yeah. Last summer we did shows in Chicago. I did some, some of that there. And then yeah. we did some, a New York show. Change there. Right? Yeah. 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 Let's uh, let's move on from this topic. You don't want to talk about stand up anymore? Oh no, we, we've got a lot of things to talk about. All Jay right. Shandersicker is a guest who does I a lot know of it. things. You go, do a lot uh, of things. Uh, go. Just go see Jay's stand up show though. Yeah. Go to his website, Jay J- hyphen Chandrasekhar, right? Dot com. Dot com, yeah. or follow him on Twitter and get his dates and go see him in the Midwest. Yeah. So All besides right. besides stand up comedy and besides your tour, you're also doing a lot of other stuff. <clears throat> yeah. You, you direct. You direct a lot of TV. I do. Yeah, I like a ton of TV. I direct a ton of television. and like the hot, the the best shows on TV ha- too. Happy endings and Community and don't forget Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. You know what? Pretty damn good show. I know. Listen, I it's saw... the L.A. law of, of uh, the modern day. I said Breck and Meyer and uh, John Paul Gosselier, is that his name? Uh, yeah. J- is it John Paul Gosselier? Uh, yeah, from from um, uh, that... Uh, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. And yeah. New York PD Blue. Yeah. NYPD Blue. NYPD Blue. Uh, but, you know, also <laughs> Heather Locklear and uh, yeah. oh, Malcolm a- McDowell. Great. Get the f- and, out of here. And Kumail Nanjani, who is like a very hot comic from Meltdown. That's right. Okay. Oh, he's on that show? Yeah. How many episodes have you done of that show? One. One. And uh, and w- t- just some of the other shows. So Happy Endings, uh, Community. Community. Uh, Royal Pains. Royal Pains. Uh, Psych. Uh, I did a couple of Nat Faxon's uh, Oh, right, show. right. Ben and Kate. Ben and Kate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Arrested Development. Arrested done? Development. Yeah. Uh, undeclared. Mm-hmm. Uh, something Bean, right? Something Oliver Bean. Oliver Bean. Okay. Mm. Oh, you didn't like that one? Uh, it was fun. Well, didn't did it get on the air? It was on the air. Oh, yeah. Okay, briefly. Yeah, it's fine. What uh, and 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 what do you like the 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 medium of the doing the TV? Shows I do. Or? I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it, the beauty of it is is you show up, you get a script, and in two weeks you're shooting it. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. And the pa- and the pacing of shooting is uh, is more intense than than a film. Or well, is it... it is. I mean, you have to finish your days because uh, it's more of a sprint. You have five days to shoot a, a half an hour episode, and if you take six, then the money comes out of the next guy, and then the next guy, and so you have to try to keep on time and on budget, and also make you know like quality stuff. And how much input do you have on the casting of those shows? Uh, a fair bit. Are you wondering why you haven't been cast yet? That You just read my mind. That's where, that's where <laughs> Lemmy was going. That's where Lemmy was going. Well, because I saw Mike Yurchek on Franklin and Bash. Right. And I was like, say what now? What the fuck? Uh, Chandler Seger put me on an episode of Animal Practice. What? See, this is what I'm talking about. And he puts you in all his movies, too. <laughs> where, when is my taste <laughs> You do. When's my piece When are you going to put coming? Lemmy hey, in you know, the I, TV show? If I go back to Franklin and Bash, you know Heather Locklear's on there. Maybe we get a little... Uh... Royal Paints. Put him on Royal Paints. You know it's, fo- you know it's no, Feuerstein. No, I play Breck and Meyer. I know Feuerstein. I went to high school with Feuerstein. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah, I can play Breck and Meyer's Feuerstein brother. Feuerstein said you two guys used to wrestle a lot. We were on the wrestling team. Yeah. We didn't wrestle each other. Singlets? Uh, we wore singlets. Okay. I had uh, he wore singlets without the stockings, and I wore singlets with the stockings because I have I have hair on the back of my legs that would get pulled. Oh gosh! And, so and I, you thought that look was like two percent more cool? It, it was. It was. <laughs> if you knew anything about wrestling singlets, you'd know that I was He's the from the baddest. Midwest. He's As, from the Midwest. He they invented wrestling, and he invented Indian wrestling. What up? What's up, dog? And yet Johnny Depp is playing Tonto. That's Can you correct. believe that shit? I'm outraged. Did you think that maybe you had a shot at it? Or? I don't see why not. Sure. I you're, mean, he's, you're a different kind of Indian. I'm as Indian as he is. Well, I'm more Indian than no, he is. He, no, I think they're that saying that he's partially Indian. Johnny Depp. Yeah, I don't know. Johnny he, Depp. Who, he's a who, Indian. You know, what, what would you go I'll with? I'll tell you what else pissed me off. Taylor Lautner as, uh, as, as Tonto? Me. Oh, oh, okay. Aziz. Chandrasekhar. Okay. Kumail. I know he's Pakistani. Sure. Okay, as opposed to... 
So the Pakistani yeah. can't play an American Indian, but I, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I think Aziz is hysterical, but I don't. I can't see him kicking ass as Tonto. Like, but he'd be beat, funny. Like, Tonto. Beat he'd, the shit out of people. He'd be more of a sidekick. Right. He'd be like wisecracking Tonto. You got to crack jokes. Yeah. Uh, wisecracking Tonto. What you talking about? We kimosabi. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. Okay. You, you, you dig that? Good. I remember. Remember that that movie that they were making, the Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, Mowgli. They had, they had yep. auditions in yes. New York City, and I went and auditioned yes. for Mowgli. Yeah, yeah. And they gave it to a half Hawaiian, half American Bullshit. dude, Jason Lee. Yeah, but that Jason dude was Scott- very Jason Scott Lee. Well, who's the? It was Jason Scott- Lee. Jason Scott Lee, the guy who was Bru- the Bruce Lee. The who was great in Bruce Lee. By yes, the way, fantastic. I didn't audition for Bruce Lee, Jason. I didn't yeah. try to take your part there. Right. Yeah. So he's 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 dipping into your yeah right. He's throwing a hat How in your ring. You I mean, isn't Mowgli... I was 18. Okay. Mowgli was 10. Right. You don't so think I could what? play 18? I don't know. I went into that audition. I'm like, I'm getting this. Yeah. What other Indians are out there? Sure. Yeah. I remember that. It was a bitter pill. Yeah. You Sorry, know, I, I, I remember when I also auditioned for uh, In Living Color? Oh, yeah. yeah. We made the uh, we made an audition video f- uh, tape for you on the top of uh, on the roof of our house. Yeah, you were Hindu P.I. Hindu, Hindu P.I. Yeah. I... Okay, wait. I don't... Eat meat. I don't eat meat. I don't carry a gun, but I love to kick ass. <laughs> That's right. And then Kevin and I were the two guys beating you up. Right. And yeah. then you beat the shit out of us. Yep. I was shocked not to get in living color. Mm. Shocked. Yeah. Because they were specifically looking for an Indian guy. I don't know if they were or not. I thought that's what the point was. Been. That's the point. Wasn't it the point? I don't know. They were looking for new people. Yeah. 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 I remember I felt that way when I auditioned for A Bronx Tale for the part of uh, De Niro's son. Right. You know, because I can do De Niro's son. Sure. I can. think that's just a general actor delusion. Every time I audition for something, I'm like, I'm getting that. Yeah. Right. I remember when we were shooting the Tinfoil Monkey Agenda in uh, Florida. Which was our first film, our, our half an hour short uh, film. Our 30 minute film. And on the way back, I was reading sides because I had an audition for, uh, for an ABC soap opera for, I think, all my children. And the part was for a character named Trask Bodine. <laughs> I remember that. And you and I were sitting next to each other on the plane. And you were like, uh, it, not, it wasn't jealousy, it wasn't awe. But you were like, dude. You're going to get this part. <laughs> and I was like, I think so. I think so. And I remember going into the audition and like like my food group of actor, my it's such a shitty food group. It's like like dark-haired guys with dark eyes. They're all fucking smug and That's sm- why Chandler's not going to put you in anything. I know, There's I so know. so many of those guys. No, but I know. Look, I know, <laughs> except that like that's the thing. Chandler Sekar used to cast, let's be honest. Chandler Sekar used to cast with his dick. Okay, in terms of males. Well, like man crushes. In terms of males. Man crushes. Like, he put me in Broken Lizard because he had a man crush on me in college. Okay, okay. I would know. I've never been a man crush of Jay's, so I mean... No, but I'm in, I'm in his food group. Like, he like, sure. like Charlie Finn is a guy he sure. always had the hots for. Charlie Finn is the burger guy in Super Troopers. Yeah, boom, cast him. I like that Charlie Finn. Right. Yeah, you He's do. funny, funny guy. And then he was he had a thing for Dan Montgomery, who <clears throat> who became was in the cold open okay, of Club Monty, Dread. Okay, he was the guy. He was Rolo. He was in the Club Dread. of Club Dread. Lucky Dan, I call him. Yeah. Lucky Dan. Lucky Dan. Dan. So that's that's you know what I'm saying. But that's what happens is you when you fall, the guy who wrote the theme song for our podcast, yeah, Jason Akana, right? He wrote he wrote the podcast theme song, the chewing it theme song. He did, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. great. He's it's a, a very very talented guy. Yeah. I know. Well, I'll tell the story. The first time we met Jason Akana, we were going. I think it was what's the deli on Cantner's Deli. Yeah, right. So it's bar on Fairfax. Right? Yeah, oh, and we yeah. went in yeah. because it was uh, there was a party going on there, and, and Jason Akana's band was playing. Right. And Jay walked in and took one look at him singing and playing guitar and was like, he's cool. 
and and walked right up to him and stood and forced his way into the first row, front and center, like and like tapped his hand on his thigh yeah, while the, like bop, and like smiling the and looking him right in the eye the whole time. <laughs> and then like when it, when Akana came to sit down, Jay yeah. was like was pushed me aside. I was like, make room for Jason, make room for Jason. And yeah. that's when I knew I was out. Yeah, you were not the man crush anymore. Yeah. Would it hurt your feelings if I put Jason Akana in the next uh, Franklin and Bash? Uh, no, because you know he he's a good-looking guy. We well, you put your check in it. Right? He did put your check, but he's never had the hots for your check. Mike Yurchek played the waiter in Puddle Cruiser. Yep, and then he played. Uh, he, he was in Beer Fest. He was in Beer Fest. He was, he was one Club of the Dread. one of the Englishmen. Yep, was Slam and Salmon. Was he in Slam and Salmon? Oh, in Slam and Salmon, he was the, the line uh, chef. The line chef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually did a um, a Fisher Stevens thing with him. We painted him Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought he was supposed to be Middle Eastern. Well, that's what <laughs> he was. The orange. That was the side effect. He looked Middle Eastern. Yeah. Oh. But he was supposed. His name was like Domingo or something like that. Maybe you should let him. Maybe you should try out Franklin Bash right now as we're sitting here. All right, give me give me some dialogue. I'll nail this shit. Check check this out. Objection, sustained. What? <laughs> That's a great audition. I nailed it. Quality sure. audition. I nailed it. It's similar to Trask Bodine. Yeah. I think I got this. Sure. What's your next the TV directing gig? Uh, I'm going to New York to shoot uh, Royal Pains again. Oh, Dude, Feuerstein. Feuerstein would put me in Royal Pains. Feuerstein loves you. Every time I see him, I talk about you. I love Feuerstein. Yeah. We 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 went to high school together. He's a good rapper as well. He's Dude, he he did a video called Lazy Monday, yeah. follow-up to Lazy Sunday. That's the, right. The, the Andy Samberg. Dude loves rap. He loves rap. In fact, I've seen a bunch of promotions for Royal Pains where he raps. Well, what's interesting is that he's a good rapper and you're a good breakdancer. Oh. And that could be a little... Two great tastes that go great together. You know, together. two yeah. Upper West Side white guys <laughs> getting yeah. down Went with to the Dalton. brothers. Dude, I'm Upper East Side. <laughs> okay. He probably is, too. He was Upper West. Okay. For sure. For sure. Uh, All right, so you do Royal Pains next. What else? What else you got lined up? What else? You, you just do like how many episodes? You, you do a lot of episodes. I probably do. Uh, I mean, I, I, this is probably my fifth Royal Pains. I, I probably do about tw- ten to twelve episodes wow. of TV a year. Is it because you love it, or is it like uh, it's, just, I love it's it. good work? It's I love good, it. or is it a paycheck? <clears throat> no, I mean it is a paycheck. It's, yeah, it's a it's no. It's a, it seems like it's a great uh, it's a opportunity, paycheck, though. But, but yeah. it's fun. I mean, I'm working yeah. with like. All kinds of different all people, the community. Great and cast of community. I mean, I know them all well, and they're all fun. And you, know. you were there for that big. Are Chevy you, Chase. Are we allowed to talk about that? Sure, why not? He was on. He was on the episode where Chevy Chase blew up. Give it to us. He was the director of that episode. Give it to well, us. Oh, look, Chevy. <laughs> he had a thing where he, there was a kind of a racial yeah. blow up. Che- and look, let me mis- just say this: okay. Chevy Chase, like all of us, is one of my heroes. Sure, I love. You grew up loving you Chevy know, Chase, Fletch, and. Uh, yeah. Fletch 2 and uh, Foul Play. <laughs> Foul Play. Uh-huh. Great movie. Oh. Seems like old times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Saturday Caddyshack. Night, Saturday Night Live Caddyshack. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the challenge at the moment is that he's, um, you know, he's just maybe, I don't know. He's, he's crotchety. He's a little he's crotchety. He's a little crotchety. Right? He's I mean, crotchety. as we all get in our old age. So look, in this case, what happened was, uh, it was, a, it was the, the gag is that, uh, Chang, who's played by Ken Jeong, yep. uh, uh, is experienced something called Changnesia, where he's totally <laughs> forgotten his identity. Okay. And Joel McHale uh, believes that he's faking it. The rest of the cast thinks he's telling the truth. A group is coming uh, called the MacGuffin Institute is coming to study, you know, study Changnesia and maybe give a grant to the school. So they're going to put a presentation on. Mm. So... 
Joel tells Chevy, he goes, I need someone to distract the MacGuffin Institute while I bring in a special guest that's going to trick Chang. Okay. So Chevy's like, oh, great. I have a blackface Senior Wences routine I've been working on, right? So Senior Wences is the hand puppet sure, mm-hmm. that yep. was uh, Mexican, I guess. Yeah. Yes. He's nice. Yeah, and so the, <laughs> uh, and so the blackface version is his, color, his hand would be colored black with a marker, right. have a sombrero on the top, and, and an afro. Yeah. So it's meant to be like a racist gag intentionally. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I decided to put Chevy between... The two uh, uh, African American actors on the set, right. Donald and uh, Yvette. Yeah, because I thought, oh, he'd say, oh, great, it's a black. I have a blackface senior Wences routine, and he'd look at Donald, then he'd right. look at Yvette. That's right. sort of classic comedy, right? Sure. But Chevy wasn't really kind of in the moment, which you know sometimes he's not. Sometimes he hasn't read the, the script at the right time, right? right? So he's like, you know, he, he he does he does the line. I'm like, yeah, try a little louder. Does the line. I'm like, give a look, give a look. On the fourth take, he seemed to realize he was sitting between Yvette and Donald. Yeah. And he goes, oh, God, you got me sitting between the two niggers. Yeah. Oh. And, and what he was saying is, you guys are, are putting me in a situation right. to make me look like a racist. Right. I'm not a racist, but now you're, is this is a racial bit. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I put you there, because you say the blackface in your Wences routine, then you look at the two of them. It's our racial bit. Right. And he and he just realized where he was sitting, kind of. Okay, okay. And what he was saying. Right. And he said, you know, my character is really racist. But Yvette had already gotten up and left. Because right. she's heard the N-word and she was gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and what happened was, so then he leaves. It was a big thing. And, yeah. and I'm like, Where's, where are the actors? I need to shoot. And they're like, well, we have a little situation here. Yvette's upset about Chevy. And I'm like, why? Chevy just said that. He was commenting on the fact that... We were making him look like a racist, right? Right, right, right. He maybe chose the wrong word. Okay. Yes. But then he comes up to me and he goes, you know, Richard Pryor and I, he used to call me a honky. I used to call him a nigger and it was fine. It's okay. I don't know why everyone's so upset. And I said, Chevy, in this one case, I agree with you. In this one case. You didn't... In the history of your situation with this show, you've had some issues. <laughs> right. None of which are mine. All <laughs> right. But in this case, I agree with you. He goes, now I got to go apologize to the crew. And I'm like... I'm like, okay, just come back. Let's shoot the show. <laughs> yeah. So he goes and apologizes. Yvette doesn't like it. So right. it's not, it's just not. You and know. is that the last episode that Chevy did or no? Uh, I believe it was. <laughs> okay. So then, so then he, uh, he, he ends up like, you know, we, we, we finished shooting the thing. And, and finally I'm like, okay, we're moving on to the next scene. And one of the sort of producer folks comes up to me and goes, so what happens if uh, Chevy's not in the next scene? And I said, uh, I'll figure it out. I'll give his lines to somebody else. I'll figure it out. It's yeah. Friday night. Sure. Because <laughs> the whole thing with the nigger thing, it kind of got out into the press. And oh, my God. He doesn't know about it, but if he does find out about it, it's going to be a scene. Right. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, call him in. Let's rehearse this sucker. Right. So we're all waiting for him to come in. Right. So now this is the scene where he's actually going to do the MacGuffin Institute. Okay. He's going to do the... How, how did Donald Glover take it? I mean, did he get I, pissed I, too? I will or? tell you. Okay. Go, okay you. Donald doesn't... I mean, Donald yeah, just... Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good guy and funny Chevy guy. used to Chevy and their, their yeah. friends, and yeah. Chevy says some stuff, and I don't know if Donald agrees with it, but yeah. it is what it is. Sure. But he's not going to, you know. So so then, so he's... Uh, we're all waiting for Chevy to show up. Chevy shows up. His left hand is... Is is markered black <laughs> afro hat. His right hand is 
Senior Wences' uh, Chinese girlfriend. <laughs> okay, okay. For which he's going to go. Dun, 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 right. Okay. I mean, it's like a double racist thing. Okay, right. you got it going. Right. Okay. We, you know, we said let's do this joke, and so he shows up and he has heard about it getting out to the press, okay. and he is furious. Oh my god. Okay. And he is furious. He is screaming. My career is over. And he's just angry and he's yelling, who who did this to me? I want to know. And then Yvette's like, I didn't do it, right? And then behind me, Donald Glover is cracking up. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, what are you laughing at, dude? And, Do- and Chevy's like, what the fuck is so funny? You think I'm a racist? And Donald goes, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> and then he goes, fuck you. Fuck all of you. And he storms off. Okay, okay. And I wow. look at Donald, I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing at? He goes, <laughs> he's got a black hand and a yellow hand, and he's waving around, and I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I, you know, shit. the truth is, Chevy did come back. I, I do know this. He came back, yeah. he shot it, he apologized. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it's exciting. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it was fun. I, I, it's probably tough for him, uh, uh, you know. He may not have been a fault, but his reputation at the time was that he was being a little difficult. And he, he probably he, he, I can categorically bit. say he was not at fault in this one case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were there firsthand, so yes. you know. And I like the men. Mm, that's a tasty story. That's the exciting thing about doing these episodes, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. you, get, you get right in the middle of this fun yeah, shit. It was fun. Okay, okay. That's exciting. That's a good story. Hey, thanks. Yeah, you got it. Um, <laughs> let's. Can we talk about Yogi Bear uh, too? For yeah, a why not? <laughs> why not? So, okay, tell the people what is going on. You're, you're, you've been. Well, you got hired to write. Warner Brothers has hired me to write the sequel, the much-awaited sequel to Yogi sure. Bear, mm-hmm. Yogi Bear Two, still barren. Oh yeah, <laughs> barren down, barren down. Yeah, right. And it's a kids' movie. It's a kids' movie. And you have kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a couple kids, yeah, and they're very, very excited. Oh, that I'm sure. Doing a My movie, kids would be excited too. The movie that they can see, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so where are you in the process? Uh, I've turned in a draft to the uh, producers, and uh, we are working on a, a redraft. Now, okay, like when you are writing that script, and you know that you are coming up on the phrase "Hey, boo boo." <laughs> Like, do you, like, when you're approaching a scene, are you like, this is a hey, boo, boo scene? And then you're excited to write it? I'm putting in hey, boo, boo, uh, liberally right now. Okay. I mean, it is all over. When I finish a draft, what I do is I go back and I remove hey, boo, boos <laughs> because I know I have too many. Right. Did you, did you watch a bunch of them? To, to pre- yeah. It's okay. okay. And I, I, I mean, I, I, I was a huge Yogi quickly fan. realized where they were only 11 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's I kind of thought there would be like an A plot, like a, a B like plot, a half an hour, sure. like a Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's much, all about picnic baskets. Not much to it. Yeah. Um, and uh, what we were talking about was, uh, uh, you know, uh, a similar thing happened with Dukes of Hazard, right? Where Warner Brothers hired you, and then uh, we kind of went, went all went in and, and wrote the script. And the idea was to to take it and super troopersize it, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, just add that flavor to it or whatever. And and we pushed the envelope in terms of. Uh, we had some, you know, more rated R stuff and some drug use and things like that in, in, that we proposed to them. And there are some, they were very kind of like, they want to protect the brand. They were very nervous about some of the things that we had proposed. They asked us to pull some of them back, which we did. And um, and then some of them you shot anyway and released on a, on a director's cut DVD, right? Yeah. Anyway, have uh, they asked you to do the same thing to Yogi Bear? Have they asked you to super tra- trooper's eyes Yogi Bear? The R version. Uh. 
They have not. Um, but I'll tell you, and the, these these scenes will only ever be on my computer. You know, I mean, right. occasionally I'm like up late night and I'm writing a little Yogi Bear and Boo Boo scene. Sure. And I just, you know, I let my imagination run wild. Sure. And, mm-hmm. it, and sometimes it gets a little weird. Can we pitch one to you? Yeah, why not? Okay, uh, uh, so Yogi Bear's walking through the um, forest, and he finds a picnic basket. I like it. And um, he wants uh, to surprise Boo Boo, and so he jerks off a little bit. Dear until he God. Gets hard. <laughs> I'm and then he get fired. And then okay, he hangs, go on. he hangs the picnic basket on his bear cock. Oh, God. And puts the napkin, the checkered napkin, over the okay. bear cock. Like diner. Yeah, like a diner. And then calls Boo Boo. He's like, hey, Boo Boo. I found a picnic basket. Check this out. And then Boo Boo comes in and eats the picnic basket. What do you think about that? You know. What do you think about that? <laughs> you're pitch? betraying our childhood memories. What do you with mean? That kind of, with that kind of business. Did, what, uh, now I can did, did Yogi Bear say picnic? Yeah. Picnic. Yeah, it's picnic. Okay. This is a kid's franchise. Hey, Boo Boo. And you should treat it with respect. I, I, well, I'm just, I'm just wondering what no, they I, are trying to. I haven't to... gone to where Yogi has... Jerked off into a picnic basket. Uh, Yogi no. and, and Boo Boo do bong hits and then go searching for picnic baskets. I'm offended. Do you ever write like, like, hey, Boo Boo, come here and suck my fucking dick? Oh, dear. <laughs> do you? No. What about this? Can, <laughs> can Lemmy and I audition like, because we kind of fit. Like, you I'm kind of Yogi Bear. Now. No. I'm like Yogi Bear. And he's like Boo Boo. Like, we have yeah. that thing, too. Like, where I could be Yogi Bear, he be Boo Boo. And we, yeah. Can we do that? No. <laughs> no. The, the, hey, a young Jay Shandra Sekar would have been all over this idea. <laughs> okay, you can audition. Well, he's yeah. entrusted. He's entrusted with the franchise. He can't. Yeah, he can't I mean, fuck up the franchise. Of, I, you know. well, th- so, will if this goes well, will they do Yogi Bear three? I would hope so. Let me ask you this question because this this would be interesting. Like you did in Dukes of Hazard, can you do like a subtle bear fucker joke in Yogi Bear? You know, like the bear fucker from Super Troopers. Can you do that joke somehow in the Yogi Bear movie? Crossover to our fans. Is there a way? Is there a way? Uh, I bet there is. Somebody has a Yogi Bear costume, yeah. and they wear it, and it falls, and they're running through the forest with the Yogi Bear I, costume I, on the I front am, of him. I am not and going to And it looks be, like he's getting fucked in the ass, yeah. but it's no, subtle. I hear, you. I, hear subtle. I hear where you're going with it. Um, I will not be doing any a yogi, any bear fucking costumes, any okay. coming in baskets. Well, don't don't you think that would be great? The bear fucking costume and Yogi Bear. I mean, how uh, right? Let me. What I, on, what, me I, what I what I think so with you. perfect. What <laughs> I think would be great, and what my job is are yeah. two are two. Will you sometimes do, two different things? Sure, sure, sure. What about uh, will you make like a Chicago Bears reference? Chicago Bears. No, there, there we go. go. That's there we some go. G-rated stuff that I'm talking. There about. There we go. Right. Even right. though, yeah. Or or. I guess I shouldn't call them the Chicago Bears. Maybe it's like the Montreal Alouettes. <laughs> oh, we shifted to sports now. The <laughs> Chicago Bears hired uh, the uh, coach of the Montreal Alouettes. And I will remind you, he's won three Grey Cups. Uh-oh. Okay. So, and that is what, again? Uh, the, the Canadian <laughs> Super Bowl. The Canadian okay. Su- okay. Do you think they'll three. call their plays in French now? Or how's that going to work? Well, that might... Blue! Sacre bleu! <laughs> might trick some people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hoot, hoot. Um, that's sh- how they fuck up. That's how they fucking trick the whole league. They it'd start calling be, things in French. It'd be awesome. What if they will they get like a French Canadian guy to play on the Bears now? You know, there's been a lot of talk of like this guy's really good up in Canada. You're hearing that a lot in the Chicago papers, and and people are kind of kidding because everyone feels exactly the same way. Can you believe we hired a guy from Canada? Although you know, I'm told he's an offensive genius. Okay, you'll find out. 
It's going to be the You're greatest, find out. greatest show on grass. What if he starts bringing all the players down from Canada? Like, you know. Like Pierre Kachuk? Yeah, I brought in Pierre Kachuk to play wide receiver and... Uh, 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 yeah, to play uh, yeah, Guy Deblois. Yeah, to play. I'm uh, just gonna say this: Chicago Bears Super Bowl victory this year. You heard it here first. Okay, right. okay. How about Chicago Bulls? They just ended the Miami Heat uh, streak. They snapped it. The you know what? That was revenge for the 1985 Chicago Bears team going down to Miami right. undefeated, and the Miami Dolphins. Marino picking them apart. Yeah. Revenge is sweet. Mm. We stopped these. Thirty heat. years later. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Your Chicago Blackhawks. They're Blackhawks. I mean, you got a Blackhawks wow. T-shirt on today. Wow, got a Blackhawks T-shirt. The guy loves ice hockey. This guy. I know. Yeah, are you kidding me? Blackhawks are tough. Who else do you have there? What other team do you have there? The oh, Cubs. The Cubs. Cubbies. Or Cubs or White Sox? You Cubs or White Sox fans? Cubs. Cubs are undefeated this year. Oh. Well, by now they might have lost. They may have lost today. They may have lost today. Don't forget the uh, rollicking show of the Chicago Fire, Chicago's soccer team. Oh, yeah. The Chicago Fire. That's Clev's. That's Clev's, that name. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Yeah. The Chicago, Chicago Fire? Fire? The Chicago Fire. Mm, that's pretty good. It's Clev's. I mean, it's Chicago Fire is a big uh, thing. It is. It no, is I know. I know. A disaster. I know. Are you going to make a Chicago Fire joke now? No. Okay. I don't really watch soccer. Um, Okay, we're chewing it now. Um, I, I have a, I have something that I want Chandler Sankar to do. Okay, do it. How are we doing on time anyway, Katie? Are we okay? Oh, she gave us the, she gave us the fifty sign. Oh, a long ago. time ago. Yeah, I want, I want to do something while we're sitting right here. Okay, and uh, maybe it's transparent, but we still to this day, um, wherever we go, we get asked the question of um, where did the name Broken Lizard come from, right? And the story fucking sucks. God, the story sucks. sucks. Yeah, let's sit right here and come up with a new story. And then that will be the story do that you, we tell everyone. Do you have an idea? I don't. I don't. But, like, I don't know. I, well, I, I'm the just fake, tired of it. The fake one we came up with was that it was a euphemism for loss of male virility in a Tijuana whorehouse. Right. But that sounds fake. Yeah. But it's bullshit. People it sounds like, like bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So you want to sit here and, and make up a, well, I don't know. a fake story? There's got to be a better story. Give it to us. I'm with you, though, man. I, I'm, I'm I, I, I would love to be able to tell people some nice, snazzy story. Let's just examine how these good stories come from. Okay. They usually come from a night of drinking. We were somewhere. Right. And this happened. Right. In this case, we need a lizard. We need it to break. Right. Maybe maybe it has something someone eating a lizard. Like we're yeah, yeah. we're we're up in the we're up in the hills and we're at a party and they got those little lizards running around and someone makes a bet. I bet you can't eat one of those lizards. And then Jay ate one and then Kevin ate two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they shout about the next day and they're mm-hmm. broke. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that might that's wrong. That's bad. I mean, that's a know, bad term. Scatology. You know you know, you, like, you can eat fish, live fish. Yeah. people are kind in of college. Okay in with college that. we ate live lizards. Remember that in college when we went down to the. Uh, the, did, did you swallow a fish? No, I, I did that. Oh, I at didn't. the beach so party? We, no, we had like a, an auction where we were like trying to win. Uh, we, we were all in the same fraternity. We went down after after dinner. We went downstairs to yeah. uh, the, the beer companies. We bought so much beer. They gave us like beer lights and beer uh, signs. And we would chug against each other and bid to see who could. If you did the most chugs, you won like a beer light. It was the tap auction. What it was tap the tap auction. Yeah. So we had a. Uh, I, I was chugging against some guy for a beer light, yeah. and he drank six. So I drank six, and then he drank a goldfish. Right. So I drank a goldfish, and right. then I vomited up the goldfish <laughs> right. into a bucket, and the the fish was still alive, swimming in that mix of beer and vomit. Uh, now look, Peta. 
that wasn't there back then, right? There was there yeah. a pita back then. Uh, there was, but who we didn't fuck? know. The anyway, <laughs> I don't think you can say you ate a lizard now. Well, but why not? Are be let's upset. just take that story and okay. just and just swap a lizard into that well, story. There you go. And then that's the new story. And, but the, in that case, the lizard came out broken. No, the lizard. No, lived. no, don't worry about it. The lizard, the lizard can live. It doesn't matter. It just, this is the fact there's a lizard that you ate. Swallowed it. He swallowed and it. And then the lizard came back up, yeah. put it back in the tank, and the thing yeah. lived. Happy ending, Peter. Boom. So it's not broken. Well, it's 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 will, will is broken. Was broken. His will was broken. Okay, by being inside your belly. Yeah, nasty yeah. in there. Boy. So okay, so who did it? You did it. <laughs> okay, against against uh, one of us or no? Yeah, sure, could be. Sure. Well, you both want to be in the origin story, don't you? <laughs> well, here, here's what, what's going to happen is wherever we're telling the origin story, whoever's there, it happened between oh, you, those two guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Right? So if it's, you there know, you three go. of us, then that's the origin story. Okay, I, this is the new origin story then. Great. I love it. I like it. That's a good story. It's a great story. I can't believe you ate a lizard. It's so crazy. It was gross. I could feel its claws going down and feels, coming up. You were tail crazy back squishing then. around in your esophagus. But if the tail stayed down there and it was broken, it'd still regenerate that tail. That's a great. That's a great part of the story. The lizard oh. got puked up without a tail. Alive. We put it back in the tank. Grew yeah. another tail. And grew another tail. Boom. Happy Holy ending. Holy shit! That's a great story. Happy ending. God, this is great, guys. Damn, boy. We nailed it. Nailed so, it. Uh, so I guess you were the one in the, the, in the origin story. I just story. earned that shit. I just earned <laughs> that And then you shat the tail out. No, and then you grew a tail. Yeah. Oh. What's up, dog? Well, you know, it's like when people say, like, the euphemism for taking a poop is, you know, I got to grow a monkey tail. Like, right. for me, a lizard tail came out and got stuck. Right. Oh, wait. I thought I was the one who swallowed the lizard. What? No, it's changed now. It's changed. What's up? No, no, it's you. I don't know it's if you. I like... Okay, there so you, you had, So you had a little green tail sticking There you out. go. There you go. Is that is this what you're talking about? I think this is great. Let's okay. go with. So that. now the people, the the uh, the whatever ten people who are listening to this podcast, will be in on that joke. Ten thousand. Ten thousand will be another joke, and then you'll know people out there. You know, you're in on the joke. Yeah. But that's the story now. Okay. 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 Let's uh, let's let me ask Jay a couple of broken lizard fans. You can okay. answer these questions quickly. Oh, this is a, this is a speed round. Is it gonna be a speed round? Yeah, speed round for Chandler Sager. I I think so. I think so. Okay. Um. Okay. Best actor in Broken Lizard. All excluding yourself. Can't be you. It's Steve Lemmy. Okay, thank you very much. Look, let's be honest. Okay, I'll take that. This dude is a chameleon, oh, right? I mean, in, in Club in club Yet dread, you have not put him into any of your other he shit. He is a leading man in a character actor's body. Let's he is the Dustin Hoffman of Broken Lizard, and I'm not even kidding. I've told you that before. He's the best no, actor in Broken he's Lizard. A, he's, a, he's Finkelstein, Finkelstein, I mean, who among us could have done Finkelstein? I sure. I'm Juan I, Castillo. Who at, could have done Juan Castillo? I, tears are about to come to you, you my. You know eyes. what he's doing? To, he's buttering me up. Yeah, to, he's buttering you up. To, buttering you up for the kill. <laughs> to not put me. In, I can see the membranes going over his eyes. Okay, but can I be in royal pains? No, Feuerstein doesn't want you. You know what though? I was Feuerstein falling for it. I was falling for I it. I meant that. Man. Here's what Jay does. Jay O. He comes at me. You never know. He's like the glimmer man. Yeah. Like he comes at you from a, a side angle and compliments you and strokes you like purrs. He's like a cat. He like rubs on your leg and stuff right. before he. <laughs> Hisses and claws you, and then he wants you to jump out the window with him. Take me with you, Jay. Hey, I, Jay knows I'll do it. I streaked with Jay on his birthday. That's sure. right, back sure. in college. Yeah, twenty-first birthday. Yeah, we ran through uh, the fraternity house totally naked. The well, pr- the premise was birthday suits. Yes, uh-huh. birthday suits. And you were in. He needed suit. a wingman. Okay, right. speed run. Okay. Um, nicest member of Broken Lizard. Um, uh, me. 
Not, not you. Not you. Oh, not you. Can't be. This may, you may be every one of these, okay. but you cannot say. Well, then, uh, Eric Stolansky's the nicest. Okay. 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 But he's got that Minnesota thing he's that makes Western. you think he's Western. nice. He drink. He opens his beer bottle slowly. I think he's nice, but if you get the wrong kind of liquor in him, he can get me. Yeah. But that's okay. why we made him the killer in um, Club Dread. Right. Spoiler alert. But uh, <laughs> we we made him the killer because. You put the wrong kind you, of liquor. Well, in. no, but you, uh, his outward appearance is very, very nice, Midwestern wholesome, boy, wholesome. And then there are those times where you're in a room getting fucked up, and you look next to you, and he's staring at, and you're like, "Oh my fucking god!" Uh, sure. You had a, an experience with him in 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 Boston, where uh, he, he wasn't very nice then, was he? No, he wanted to he like he wanted to fight you. We have this all on two different video cameras. Oh, is this the fight? Is this the fist fight? Was, it, did it, we put it, this on any DVD extras? Did we put it on? No, we never. It's had, not no, on well, Stolhansky won't allow it to be released. Stolhansky's trying to block this. Uh, do we have time to talk about this? Yeah, yeah sure. absolutely. So, um, Boston, it was the end of the Super Troopers tour, and we, right? Yes, because we, 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 he was yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were doing, we were showing the movie, and we were walking around and saying hi to everybody, and uh, maybe doing a little bit of comedy too, right? Uh, we were making appearances at bars. Yeah. yeah. And so, we had been on the road for six weeks or so. Pretty much, yeah. And, and that was the last stop, essentially. We had been... Raging hard. I mean, just hardcore drinking and uh, uh, smoking and having fun. And so we we pull into Boston, and everyone's supposed to give a um, like announce the band at the uh, uh, House of Blues. That's mm-hmm. correct. And I'm like, you know what? You guys take this. I'm going to go back to the hotel shower, and I'll meet you out later. Yeah. So, <laughs> go on. What happened? Well, so we, you know, in Boston, we've always had a little like love hate relationship have a thing. in Boston. Yeah, always had a thing about Boston. But it comes from, you know, I'm from New York City. Yeah, you're from Connecticut. A yeah. Yankees fan. It, it really comes down to sports, or yeah. it's it originated with sports. Then we had some issues with, you know, just the cultural differences. That's a yeah. classic rivalry, New York Boston. Yeah. But now we we got to the uh, House of Blues. Yep. And we went upstairs. And we were supposed to be there. We had a job to do there. We were there promoting. I mean, everyone was in on it. The yeah. club knew was expecting us. We were us. promoting uh, we Super were Troopers. Get, yeah. And we were going to announce the, the band. So we came en masse. Kevin's parents were uh, were downstairs. Now, before we had, we, we all went out to dinner together, and Stolhansky was going hard. Yeah, it was last night. Last night of the tour. He was, everyone was having a good time. Yeah, he's drinking margaritas at this yeah. Mexican food place and slamming them and kind of pulling me in with him. Uh-huh. Oh, like you needed to be. Well, you know, but I'm always there. I do birthday suit with Chandra Sekar. I'll, I'll, sure. I'm a good you friend. You do margaritas I'm with a good fr- You know, he, Ke- Kevin, unlike you, I'll do things with my friends. Yeah, okay. he, that's good. He, that's he good. drank a lizard with me in the basement. I know, and, of, uh, and the fraternity. tail broke off in his stomach. I know. My stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, and your stomach. <laughs> my stomach. <laughs> yeah. My, mine came Get out your story intake. straight, boys. Okay, okay, it's new. It's still fresh. Get your story straight. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, but your parents... Got stopped by the bouncer and carted. My mom did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my parents did, yes. Yeah, and your my mom... My mom didn't have her license. She's 62 years old at the time. Yeah, yeah. and the bouncer's like, yeah, I can't let you in without a guy. Yeah. You know, and it's like... and that, Do a Boston accent. Uh, you're not coming in without a license. It says 21 or older. Yeah. <laughs> older. Okay, that's, that's not that? bad. That's, that's not that? bad. Wicked. Right. Yeah, you're Pack wicked. Yeah, you're wicked uh, yeah. without a license. You're not coming in. Right. Uh, yeah, we, the guy was... I mean, it, this is the problem I had. He's like a typical... Boston asshole. He's the fucking assholes. Like we're there to be, do a job. We're coming with a woman who's sixty-two years old. He cards her, and he says, uh, "You don't have a license. I can't let you into the bar." I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me, you asshole! And so Wilkie, who was our uh, tour manager, the tour manager from Newcastle, tough who's British been around dude. the block. He was a rock and roll tour manager in his fifties. Probably he'd seen it all. Tough and English he, guy. He went right yeah. at that guy. 
He's like, hey, you fucking come down on the street. Try to get him off off the grounds of the bar so they get in a fight. Yeah. He's like, get down here on the street. You know, he's like trying yeah. to get him down. Got there. the guy fired. And then the 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 guy the owner came out and uh, and fired the guy for being a fucking asshole, yeah. which is what he was. And he's like, get out of here. And my dad was pissed that the guy got fired. I was like, he was a dick to your wife when letting her in the bar. He's like, he's just doing his job. Legally, every person has to have a license to get into the that's bar. Your, but that's your dad, that's the right. judge there. Right. He's being objective. Like, fuck you. Uh, fuck you know, it. That. Fuck Can that I interject guy? for a second? I think your dad would be great on Franklin and Bash. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He'd love to be on Franklin he, and Except Bash. he's not a very good actor. <laughs> but he's a judge. <laughs> he's got one. You know who's, a, who's good was uh, Xavier Chapman, who was the judge in public. He was, he was, he was, a, good he was a good judge. He was a good judge. He was good. He was good. Okay. Word of this uh, okay, filters so, upstairs. Yeah, so we get into this bar. Word of this uh, uh, incident at the door filters upstairs. Yeah. We're already, like, frisky. Yeah, drunk. We've been dr- and we're in Boston, so we're already, like, you know, confrontational. Yeah. And uh, Stolhansky re- first recruits me to to get up there on stage and <laughs> right. pull introduce his band, introduce the pan, but pull our pants down, whip our dicks out, and say like Boston sucks. Right, that was the challenge. Go up on stage, pull your pants down, whip your dick out, and say Boston sucks. Yeah. Provocative in Bean Town, right? Yeah. And Soder was mad about that. Like Soder had a lot of friends there from Boston, and he was like, "That's a dickish thing to do," and he got but, mad. No, he was he was correction. He was scared because he thought we were going to get our asses kicked, which we were. But Stolhansky <laughs> and I also knew that we're like we're not really going to do this. Like, we'll pull our dicks out. Just, we're not going to say Boston sucks. Like, that's just stupid. You're going to pull your dicks right. out, but you're not going to say Boston sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Acceptable. Which is what we did. Okay. Right. I but I thought you did say Boston sucks. <clears throat> no, no. We... we uh, now, we have video of this somewhere. We have video. And... and, and you like somebody did like a swirly with their dick, and someone had their had their shirt covering their dick. Someone uh, cheated. I cheated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Stolhansky got really he waggled. Into it. His yeah. Dick. He 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 swung his dick around. Yeah, he did a little helicopter action. Okay. Okay. I pulled my pants down, but like my shirt was just long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever. Fuck. Who gives a shit? Sure. Pussy down. I'm, sure. Okay. Fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. But whatever you did, you put your pants on, you showed your dick, you yelled something, and then got up there. Got he said, "Hey, this is the band." Whatever. We yeah. got off the stage. Okay. Now Stolhansky's all wound up. Right. By this, then we went to another bar. Yeah. And this is when uh, Shandra Sekar walked in, right. totally sober. He's been gone for a couple hours. We've been fucking pounding beers and whatever I, for a while. I we took were a shot. Wasting. I combed my hair. What do you mean by that? I mean, I was looking good. Oh, you, you were, did. He came out for an evening I, on the. You were I gussied was up, refreshed, and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You were, but ready you, for a drink. But what you don't realize is that Boston shuts down early, so like you went to go, like let's go on a night in New York City. By the time no, you came back, no, not quite. I actually knew Boston shut down early, uh-huh. and I was going to get. You were hoping just to have a couple. Just drinks. have a drink, yeah. right? Okay, okay. So I show up at the at the allotted bar. And everybody is fucking hammered, and everyone's talking about pulling out their dicks and wagging them at the House of Blues crowd, (laughs) which I'm like, not the best idea right before we open a movie, but okay. Funny. Any publicity is good. No Everyone's such thing as bad press. Everyone's showing me the yeah. video, and I'm like, oh, it looks like I missed out on something fun. And you did. Right. And But, but people are surly. <laughs> surly. It's a surly crowd. Uh-huh. And, and, and Mink, Eric Stolhansky, won't leave me alone. He's like just slapping me and shoving me and grabbing my ass and trying to pull, you know, pull on me. And I'm like, all right, you're excited. I get it. I get it. And so I have my arm up to order a drink, a vodka soda. That's what I drink. Mm-hmm. And... The bartender's like, settle down, settle down. I'm like, just settle down, Stolhansky, right? And I'm having my hand up, and the guy goes, you too, you're cut off. (laughs) And I'm like, you (laughs) dumb motherfucker. 
I want a goddamn drink, and now I can, and then he goes, "You're all cut off, yeah, right?" Kick this mm-hmm. out, and of I'm like, yeah. "Still hands." That's Boston. You are a dumb motherfucker. Now hold on. To be fair to Boston, and I don't often do this, mm. but on videotape. Solhansky tries to fight Jay twice in the bar, and both times Jay pulls his shirt over his head and and takes it off. And but like Solhansky's like a, an eighteen month year old child, like can't figure out how the shirt is off. He's confused, and he tries to put the shirt back on. Does it a second time? The shirt gets pulled well, off. Look, and like a hockey I am fight. dead sober. I'm not attacking you. I'm dead sober, and this guy's attacking me. So I I put the hockey jersey over his head. Yeah, right. and I slap him, and I slap him, and I'm like. You're going to pay for this. You cannot beat me. Yeah. I am dead sober. You are wasted. The bartender right. had warned us several times sure. to calm the fuck down. Sure. Right. Sure. So now I'm talking trash to Solhansky, and I'm like, if you continue. This is where. I, this is where. Now we're outside. Okay. I'm like, if you continue to harass me, I will attack you. Okay, wait. Hold on. This is not totally accurate. <laughs> okay. This, and this is on video, too. Okay. Stolhansky is challenging you to a fist fight out on the street. This was the lead-up to that. <laughs> okay, go. Then go. Then go. So, we are... Uh, he keeps coming at me. I, I think I pulled his uh, his shirt over his head again. Okay. I mean, it was such an easy move. Yeah. And he keeps coming at me, keeps coming at me. And I said, look, dude, I am no longer kidding. I am coming for you, and you are going to go down. Right. 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 And he's... And he... <laughs> And we're like faced off, and luckily, randomly, we have two cameras running. Yeah. And because uh, we had a documentary crew shooting this, <laughs> and uh, it was that we weren't doing it for the cameras. No. And so we're just like I'm, he, and and I'm like you know talking to him, and he looks away to make a joke, and I attacked him. Right. And I took him down. Yeah. Sure. Up against a fence, like a chain link and fence. I, I had his face up against a chain link fence, yeah. and I was trying to dominate the animal. In a way that was like the animal would give up. Sure. And I, I wasn't hit. I didn't punch him. No, no. I struggling. Was, I had yeah. my hand. I was holding his hair. And if he kept talking lip, I shoved his face into, into the fence. Yeah. And I'm like, give up. Give up now and I'll let you up. And he's like, I'll never give up. And there was no way for him to get up. I was on his back. He was on his, on his belly. Yeah. Shoving his face. And we have sh- coverage of it. Two I angles. Shoved it so hard, his face <laughs> got injured. Yeah, well, he had he had the shape of the chain link fence <laughs> like in his cheek on his then, face yeah. the next day. And then after like fifteen minutes of getting his face shoved in the fence, he gave up, and he stood up, and then he vomited <laughs> and, <laughs> on the sidewalk in Boston, I, and he vomited awful bile, awful bile, mm. and I. I'm the one who stayed with him because you guys are like, fuck Well, the funny thing is on the videotape, you can see us talking. You can't see the cars off camera, but you can see us going like, it's okay. They're just friends. (laughs) No, they're friends. People were stopping. They're friends. But I would like to correct something. In in the, the fight on videotape, he's challenging you to the fight. He's like, come on, Shane. And you're like, no. No, you're not really talking shit. You're saying no, no. And then when he turns his back, you do sneak attack. That's correct. That's <laughs> it's correct. like the serpent and the mongoose. Stolhansky's strong. He sure. is very strong arms and a very strong leg. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he is a strong cat. And so, you know, you, you, you know you had to, I had to take advantage where I could. And, and, you know, and, then, and then he and I and uh, a friend of ours, Mark Alter, got into a cab and drove the 35 minutes to the hotel, which is where it was. Right. And he was, like, blacked out. And right. then he would come, come to life smelling of vomit. <laughs> and, I, and I pulled over, and I got him a slice. <laughs> and he ate it. He's like, thanks. Don't worry about it. And I'm dead sober still. 
because we still sure. haven't, I haven't had one damn drink on the final night of the tour. But we got in the bu- we got in the bus in the parking lot of that of, oh, that, right. of that hotel right. and had some drinks. I took him up to his room. I remember that. And then you tried to wrestle me in the hallway. Yeah, right? I remember that. I remember that. And then, I remember and then that. I'm like, I have had enough of wrestling, yeah. and I I got on top of you too. Because he was uh, Lemmy was blackout, like yeah. drunk, trying to wrestle everything yeah. he could. He attacked me in the I, hallway I, I of the hotel. In the hallway. Yeah. I remember that. So yes, Stolhansky's the nicest guy. In the okay, list. okay. okay. Broken, Broken lizard, lizard member, you most want to kick in the nuts, including yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh, including me. Yeah, uh, I'd like to kick Heffernan in the nuts. Sure, everybody, wants kick, everybody wants to kick me in the nuts. Have I never kicked you in the nuts? Uh, I probably haven't. I don't think you. I have. probably have. I don't think you have. Okay, who? Which member, of Broken Lizard, do you like sleeping in bed with the most? Hmm. Uh you. Oh, tell me why. You're tiny. Oh, you're, there you you're go. Like, you're, it's there like you sleeping go. with a with like uh, a young woman. I think, I think <laughs> it's, uh, a young hairy it's, woman. It's uh, very comfortable for me. It's very uh, normal. For that me. could be why I find it so creepy to sleep with you. <laughs> it's because aside from the eyes open and the snoring. Well, that's the thing. Is like there's there's the one night in Hollywood when like we were staying at screenwriter Ted Griffin's house. We had like he was out of town. We were sharing, and there was one king size bed. Then a room with two single beds and then a couch, and we would rotate. We would have a Rochambeau. Right. And, like, when you—the the, king-size bed was not the most desirable. The most desirable were the single beds because they were beds and you slept alone in it. But for some reason, because you liked the plush king-size bed, you would always choose to be in that bed with another man. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing. Well, I would it, choose— It was the best bed. I'll tell you. Bed I would choose the king-size bed because— I snored and I slept with my eyes open, and I knew that most of you didn't have the stomach for it. <laughs> and so then I would end up in the king size bed alone because ah, you, you guys would be like, I can't take sleeping with a guy who snores well, and because, has his eyes open. No, but that's the thing. It's like I woke up one night and I looked over, and you were sleeping on your side, and you were actually kind of like up on your elbow, <laughs> <laughs> and your eyes were open, and you were snoring, looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking me right in the eye from a, a couple of inches away. You and I have a couple of times where you have creeped me out so that I've had to leave. <laughs> I've had to leave. I'm getting that. How, how much time? We've been going for a while, huh? Okay. Okay. Well, Chandler Shaker's going to come back on this. He's going to be back. We're, well, next time you're on, we're going to talk about. Uh, our, Will you come back? Yeah. Will you come back and do their podcast? Yeah, sure. Okay. I okay. mean, you know, Why not? you can take about five to ten thousand people listening to this. Know, and right. that's just after five weeks. That's right. Right. We're by the time you come back, we're gonna have three hundred thousand people. Because there's oh, tons whoa. of more stories to talk to Chandra Sekar about. Yeah. Oh my god. I, li- I like a, I like a bunch of them. We te- you can tease them, but you know. I like that you have some paper with some ideas to talk. about. I just about. brought some notes. I like want you to... guys need ideas to talk to me. I wanted to talk about Super Troopers, too. Well, you guys are podcasters, you know? I mean, you got to keep on track. You have some ideas. You know what happened? We were were doing a podcast. I started thinking about Kevin Kline, because you know who's my favorite actor of all time. Kevin Klein? Good job. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your favorite actor of all time? And don't say Billy D. Williams. Is it Billy D. Williams? It is Billy D. Williams. It is Billy Billy D. Williams. Williams. Okay. How you doing, Chewbacca? How you doing, Chewbacca? You should play... Uh, Lando Calrissian of uh, Billy D. Williams. Oh, I thought you were going to say in the movie. No, you should Billy talk, D. Sure. You should. Oh, that Billy would be D. great. Too. Oh, sorry, you know who would probably get that? Jason Scott Lee. Johnny Depp. Oh. Yeah, seriously. There you go. He will. He will. Um, run through your dates real quick once more time. Go get your dates because people have to go out and buy tickets to see Chandler April sixteenth at the Columbus, Ohio Funny Bone. April seventeenth, Cleveland at the Grog Shop. 
April 18th in Ferndale, Michigan, near Detroit at the Magic Bag. April 19th in Chicago at the Laugh Factory. And April 20th in St. Louis at the Firebird. Yeah, no. Okay, let's all chew it one last time. Go get tickets for Chandler Sacker's thing. Happy birthday, Chandler Sacker. Thank you. Okay, good night, everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 